What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another Timmins podcast. Uh, one person said it's the best podcast in Indiana, so I don't disagree with them. And so uh, here we are. But what if it's the only podcast they listen to? <laughs> it could be. No, I'm no, sorry. I, this is genuinely the best. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. It's Thank definitely so the much. best podcast in Goshen. I've been saying that. I don't know of any other podcasts, so I feel like I can say that. Um, but even if there was other podcasts, that's a little prideful. I'll take it back. I'll no, take it back. no. Yeah, no like good. we can talk. We can. You, you can be proud of your work. Yeah, I am. I'm glad that um, you're here. Let me say that again. <laughs> again. Well, no, it's I, yeah. No, no, I mean, I'm I'm happy to be here again. As many times as you want. That's the oh, thank you. So that's much. the open invitation. I here, appreciate so. the the warm welcome. Yeah, Johan, welcome. Thank you so much. Let's I'm see. back here in the in the man cave <laughs> with the puppers on the wall. <laughs> yeah, with uh, Joe the dog just chilling. Hey, uh, we call him Joe Biden. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like that? Yeah. I do. It's not. It's not great, but. Nah, dude. I, I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> Vibing with it. So, um, I don't know. Maybe I should just let's lay it out. Mm-hmm. Kind of how this came about. Sure. And then, yeah, let's go there, and then I'll ask a couple. We'll maybe go back and talk a little bit about who you are, where you're from. Yeah. Well, let's do that first. Who okay. are you? Where are you from? So, yeah. So the people just tuning in, not mm-hmm. really knowing. Right. Uh. Who's this random Mexican in Timmins' basement? Uh, sorry, I don't know if the location was disclosed. No, it's okay. It's in the basement. All right, thank you so yeah. much. Um, so yeah, hi. I'm I've been in Goshen, Indiana, for about eight years. I moved here in 2014 from Texas, and I've just kind of been discovering who I want to be hmm. in these last eight years. I've had six different jobs. Uh, just doing all kinds of stuff because I was never happy doing what I was doing, mm-hmm. working for someone else who didn't really see the potential and or, I don't know, wasn't really there for me. They were just there for themselves and I was just a part of their vision. Um, and yeah, I've just kind of experimented with a whole bunch of stuff. I have a family. I have two kiddos, a little girl five years of age named Finley Mm. and then a little bubby at three years old named Atlas. And then of course my wife, Anna Shea, who is from Colorado. Very cool. Yeah. So that's, yeah. And, and then of course me, Johan Vasquez, I'm 31 and I'm just trying to figure out life like everyone else. Yeah. You know, that, that (laughs) that young life that you're like, okay, when does adulting start? Right. Like, Hey, I've been living in it, but I still don't feel it. You know? Yeah, it's not just, every day is just something new, learning something else. And I'm like, when does it end? <laughs> you know, I just want to, I just want to chill out for a sec, but I don't know more yeah. on that later. Yeah. We'll get to that. Thank you know, so it, much. I think, um, also if they ever want to get a little bit more of your backstory and stuff too, mm-hmm. we did a previous podcast. Yes. That's a really good. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Piece to, I don't need to go into it. We, it's already done. No, you guys just got to go find it. Well, I want to catch anyone up who hasn't oh, I see, I caught see, that I either, but oh, yeah, no, right. there's, it's out there. Mm-hmm. We talk about a lot of great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mm-hmm. just, that was a fascinating podcast cause the, world that you went through the mm. mission world in mm. uh, texas tyler i mm-hmm. think tyler texas i forget what it's called oh that's an amazing memory yeah but um i have a coworker who went through the same thing mm. and so i was telling him about the podcast he's like no way so it's just i started to see other people who've been through that same regimen mm. i forget what it's called you know what i'm talking about the honor that? academy or? honor academy oh yeah. i see and so it was really just fascinating talking to you and then 
after that, I think that's a cool way God does stuff, but highlights multiple people who've also had similar experiences. Wow. I'm like, I actually can talk to you about that because I just did a two hour conversation with Johan. So anyways, go back wow. and listen to that one. Uh, yeah, no, check it out. Right, You'll so. find a lot about me and feel yeah. free to message me if you want to <laughs> talk about anything. Talk more. Mm-hmm. Um, so this podcast came about because uh, I got a call from you. You did. You got a call from me. Yeah. Um, the last four months, six months, really have been uh, a cyclone of emotions mm. and strife. And I was like, what better way to tell the masses? I can type in a super long situation explaining, but it doesn't really get the heart of everything right. when you can hear it from my voice. Uh, with my friend Timon uh, filling in for everyone who is confused, sad, um, kind of hungry hungry for information. (laughs) And so Timon will be taking your guys' role as the community, trying to find out what the heck happened to Guac and Squat in January of 2023, starting off a new year with lots of promise, and then all of a sudden a dynamic shift. Yeah. So that is why we're here. And I wanted to, I reached out to Tim and I was like, yo dog, like I want to use your platform. If you allow me to, to share to my people. So this will be going up on my Facebook and people will be able to just listen along and watch obviously because there's footage Yeah. and just kind of join, join in and have no more worry, have no more any of that. And also be able to know how to help in the future if they would like to reach extend the handout yeah i think it'll also be cool to hear your journey Mm. i think that'll be interesting too um right on i'll say one of the cool it was interesting because i saw your when you called me you said hey man i don't know if you saw the facebook post so immediately i pulled up the facebook post and while we were talking you were looking at it (laughs) reading so sharing and um yeah you said uh i think it was maybe a Thursday when we talked and you said tomorrow's my last day mm. um, and on the Facebook post so I'm reading through that and it was interesting because it's literally four years was it four years to the date that's right when so, you started correct. guac and squat so f- I started my first sale as I sold a little half pound of guac at 8.33 in the morning on a Saturday February 3rd 2019 wow and February 3rd 2023 I sold my last uh, guac at that night I didn't know the time but it was just like wow exactly four years to the day that guac and squat has been alive and it went from selling a little tub at the farmer's market to a restaurant and like you know people I'm I'm kind of like shook up about some of the stuff that's happening happened recently but you know people I have a friend who really encourages me he's like dude you you did something you set out for it and you actually accomplished it a lot of people don't get to that point you know and you made a living off of it for the last four years you know so yeah so that that was that was that was incredible to kind of soak in like four years of guac from in a nutshell from farmer's market to restaurant yeah and it happened you know from an avocado shelf. There you go. Yeah. Oh my. Okay. Hey. Okay. Hey, well, you get those now because, you know, yeah. you got to start brushing up on those jokes. I know. Yeah. For the listeners that don't know, that don't know I am going to be a dad soon. Hey. So working on my dad jokes. No, you have to. Yeah. You got you to gotta start writing them down. They just come to you as you, you realize you're pregnant and then all of a sudden. 
It's like, yeah, like, dad joke after you've dad unlocked, joke. You've unlocked the dad jokes <laughs> yeah. in your heart. Exactly. Right Achievement unlocked. Yeah. In the A. Exactly. Um, yeah, man. So uh, I went and visited you on your last day. And yeah. You were bumping. That was a cool I, thing. I was very busy because people were wanting to get a last uh, bite of history. And it was also mm-hmm. funny because there was people who walked in like, oh, I just found this place. This is great. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, it's your, I'm, I'm glad you found me. It's your first and last. And they're like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, dog, we're closing the restaurant. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? You know? Yeah. So a lot of people were actually bummed. And yes, today, because I forgot to put that I was temporarily closed. Mm-hmm. I got phone calls and they're like, yo, where you at? Yo, you uh, open? And I was like, nah, dog, sorry. Like we're done. Yeah. And they were disheartened, but then they were like, where can I get good food? And I'm like, ah, uh, there's a good spot in Chicago. If you want, <laughs> I don't go out to eat, but you know, I'm, I'm literally the worst person to ask, but they were very encouraging when they did talk to me on the phone today. Like, like, hey, we loved your food. We're super sad. Uh, you had the best spot for us, personally. Yeah. Um, and now I, I don't know what to do. I was like, dang, like, I didn't know I was that much of an impact, you know? I yeah. thought I was just making, a good, I, was, I thought I was just a dude making good food. Yeah. But I guess I did uh, help a lot of people out with uh, either finances or just nutrition, whatever. But it didn't really hit me until the phone call today that I was like, oh, wow, I made it. Huge difference in this guy's life, you know, being able to go on a date with for like under 20 bucks, you know, and eat well, right? Eat nutritiously, have a good variety of drinks. Although, not everyone was happy about my drinks. Some people still wanted their Coke, Uh, still wanted their sugar. But I was like, look, I care about you more. I want, I want to make sure you guys are drinking good stuff, That's you know? That's funny. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Yeah. No, your drink selection was solid. It's a lot of stuff that Alice and I drink already. Mm. Yeah, I'm like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so were you planning on closing? No. I, I guess, do you want to just start at the beginning? Start at the when beginning. When this all started? Yeah. So last, uh, last summer was uh, rough. It was, uh, I went from going into summer last year. Like, okay, I'm just going to do the farmer's market in Goshen. It's going to be good, whatever. And in the course of three days, I had that mentality. Like, oh, okay, I'm going to do my Goshen farmer's market. It's going to be great. I'm going to introduce tamales. We're going to rock it, you know. And in three days, I went from that mentality to all of a sudden, oh, I'm doing Goshen, Elkhart, and Middlebury. Wow. So I had, in three days, I went on an Amazon shopping spree and ordered two additional tents, a generator, which was not a cheap purchase. It was like about 700 bucks and got everything ready for the farmer's market. Mm. And now I had to also do a mad dash to find some avocados. And some people remember that post where I was asking people, if you find ripe avocados, let me know because <laughs> I need about 400 and so I was burning through about 300 to about 400 avocados a week. Wow. Doing those three markets. And it was out of nowhere, right? Uh, fast forward, all the months passed by. Very, very hectic. It was very hard on my wife more than me because uh, there was a lot of stress around my part because I'm having to make 120 pounds of guac a week to provide for these markets. Granted, they're selling out and we're being very profitable, but... It was just very exhausting and I had no help 
right. for the most part. I was You scaled by you just doing it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like you got other people underneath you and you grew that nope. way. No, it's nope. like it was just Johan making guac on Friday. Times three. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I went from making 40 pounds to 120. Yeah. Because the band was not stopping. And then on top of that, tamales. So, like, people were eating those tamales up. And you've had them before. You oh, know? Yeah. Like, they taste different. And yeah. people are like, oh, this price is too expensive. I'm like, I know they're pricier, but I mean, you you know why? You know, taste it. Just put it in your mouth, and you'll see why. Right. Um, but maybe I'm also too prideful about it. Maybe That's I need okay. to lower the price. Yeah, be no, be be proud. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, so that that's summer, you know. And I was like, okay, finally, it's October. I can finally rest. However, we're gonna fa- uh, backtrack to September. Uh, I see a post on Instagram. Eat Goshen which is located behind Venturi's, is closed. Mm-hmm. We are closing down. They are out of business. They just wanted to shut it down. I walk in and message the owner of Eat, which is... Um, Timmy's podcast! And I message her. I'm like, hey, uh, can we talk about this? This sounds like it would work for Guac and Squat, you know? Um, after a month of negotiations back and forth, we, and this is my first mistake. And I'm going to say here, I've, I've learned from this, you know, there's a lot of mistakes you have to learn and just live through. I really lived through this one. And this was kind of the, the demise of Guac and Squat. We had a verbal agreement walking into the restaurant as to what my lease was going to be between me and Timmy's podcast. No audio, no recording, just a verbal agreement. And then um, apparently there was a signed copy of this agreement. And I do recall signing it, but it was never brought up again after that, which is interesting. That was my first red flag. Hmm. So the lease was really, I mean, I'm very uh, frugal. I'm very careful with my money because it's my family's money at the end of the day. And whenever I do a bad decision, it affects my wife with stress finances and it also affects my children because both mom and papa are stressed and now they unfortunately have to suffer the consequences not that it should be like that but we're human right so after the verbal agreement i was like you know what this is finally something that looks okay to me it works out so i'll move in yeah i'll give this a shot granted this was supposed to be my break because i had a very crazy summer you know right so i was already exhausted mentally throughout the year and now going into this new endeavor I was like you know what let me just keep pushing let me keep pushing yeah and so I did um so long you know and then we keep going September's being thrown around August is being thrown around we're just talking 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 and then finally October 5th comes and I finally have a move-in date hmm. October 5th is the day I started producing guac in this new commercial kitchen it's super exciting yeah. Lots of <clears throat> dreams, lots of visions, lots of decorating, lots of my wife really drawing out every little detail as to how we want the vibe and the feel and the look. Yeah. And I've talked to you about some mm-hmm. of that. Paintings on the wall. That's right. Projector at oh, one yeah. point. You're, mm. Yeah. Music. Mario Kart nights. A, yeah, exactly. So, you know, there was all this vision and dream of a fun, cozy, modern place to hang out have great food and have a great ambiance and environment where everyone's kind of like family mm-hmm. friends 
Uh, a bar without the bar, you know? Right. Because I don't serve alcohol and I don't want to pay $20,000 for a license. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. You know, but just hang out. Um, and I also wanted to do uh, worship nights on, on Friday night, which would have been super cool, you know? Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so that happened. I was able to move in from Saturday, uh, October 5th, and then I did a... I did a whole bunch of fun stuff, you know, getting ready for it. A lot of promotion. It's got some really cool pictures, which I kind of throw everywhere. Right. It's me and my family standing in front of the eat sign. Yeah. It, I love those pictures so those much. Those are cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, shout out to Angie, Ashley Ganger for taking those pictures. Let's get her up. Um, she, um, so then we do that. Um, and then sometime in November, I get pulled aside. And there's a lot of texts going on, by the way. And the people in this story, the main protagonists, are going to be me, mm-hmm. the head of Guac and Squat, and then my landlords, which is... Timmy's Podcast! Timmy's Podcast! Um, and so, moving forward, we... Uh, I get pulled aside. Timmy's Podcast! It's a meeting, and we sit down. It's just me and him. I'm like, all right, what's up? You know, what about this lease? What's going on? You know, we should probably get something written down mm-hmm. so that, you know, we're both protected and respectful business agreement. Um, he sets me down and oh, I have to backtrack one thing. I get an email from Tim is Pug. And she says, hey, that lease that we originally signed or verbally agreed upon is now null and void. Oh, wow. Yes, just straight up like no pretense, no reasons, no conjuncture, no like... Uh, I don't know. There was no cancellation terms or anything. It was she just under, I guess, her right. I don't think there was one, but she just decides to null and vote. No, and void it. Did you have a copy of this? Or no, I do have a copy of the lease. Okay. Yes. Um, and then all of a sudden, uh, I get pulled aside, and then Timmy's podcast talks to me. He's like, so there was some miscommunication. Uh, and I, I'm not going to go too much into details for infringement purposes or right, whatever. Right. I want to protect people's personal uh, relationships. But long story short, um, lease A that got me into the building is now null and void. Lease B is now being introduced, which is two two and a half times my uh, rent wow. that I originally agreed upon. Wow. So let's say you know lease A was a hundred bucks, lease B is now two fifty. Two fifty. Wow. And you know obviously we're talking larger numbers. Right. I'm not going to disclose. Yeah, maybe two hundred dollars. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Um. So you know it was like. Yeah. It was that was that that and I I've I've come back and told my wife I think at that point, is when I should have said pull the brakes, pull the brakes and been like you know what. This is personally a big red flag for me. There's already a breach of trust. Yeah. I cannot move forward with this knowing that this happened. Uh, I know why you might think this is fair and logical to do based on the stuff I can't reveal or rather not choose not to, but I think there's a sense of honor and integrity that should have been upheld at that point. And if I was in their shoes, I would have been like, you know what? We messed up, but he shouldn't have to pay for this. Let's honor a certain amount of time. And then once that time ends, we can then reestablish a new lease or figure something out. Yeah. But going, getting someone in and then changing it on them 
sporadically. It's just a little, too, for me, it was kind of a little too blunt. And I think there was just not a lack of honor that I didn't like how it was treated. So Yeah, it's a, the rugs can't pull yeah. a little bit. And at the time, there was no written lease. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, well, you're just throwing these numbers at me. You're telling me to sign this piece of paper, which I'm not going to do, by the way. But then there's no official legal lease still. It takes two months for them to get back to me to get the final lease after all this. Once that lease finally comes, I read through it with a business friend of mine. Mm -hmm. And she's like, Johan, this lease is going to screw you over tremendously. This is a horrific lease. Mm -hmm. So she does an edit. She think, uh, kindly does an edit on the entire lease for me and just sends it back. Yeah, sends it back. Yeah. And then they look at it or we have a meeting and they are surprised that we are upset hmm. with this lease. And it turns out they didn't even read the lease. Oh, wow. They just had someone write it up and then gave it to us without even looking over it. At least it appeared because when we were presenting these things to them in our meeting, they did not... Uh, they were surprised yeah. by the stuff we were saying. And I was like, what do you mean you're surprised? You wrote this lease. You yeah. should have at least know what's going on, you know? Yeah. Um, they may have been aware of all the terms and conditions, it sounds like. Yeah, they were. And then you're explaining to them, they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I could see. Yeah, there was some weird stuff on that lease originally in the, the, the vanilla lease, you know? Yeah. Man, but then we changed it. We we got to a point where there was some change, a lot of changes made. A lot of weird stuff about how I was paying rent and stuff like that. That was going to screw me over. Um, yeah. So after that, uh, they finally gave me the final lease. They amended what we wanted. And so the lease looked like a normal lease now. It wasn't one-sided. Yeah. <clears throat> but then the final, the final straw came actually about two weeks ago. Um, and all of a sudden... Uh, I ask, hey, it's cold. This little heater in the corner is costing me $800 to run mm. every month, aside from all the kitchen utilities and all that. Can we do something about this? When they were supposed to install a mini split, and I don't know if you guys who were in there saw, there was like a rectangular white box on top, and that was supposed to be the mini split. So that was the heater that was going to be way more cost effective. Right. And it was going to um, warm up the place way better and be less noisy. Because hmm. if you guys know, that fan was always blowing and my music could never be really appreciated <laughs> unless it was really nice and cozy in there. You know, so I was super, I was looking forward to that, but um, it wasn't take, getting taken care of. They were really taking their time with it. And uh, the company who installed it uh, turns out they installed the outside units wrong. Mm. You're supposed to have the units nine feet or fourteen feet above the ground. They installed it at fourteen or at nine feet. Wow, six feet difference. And this could have all been taken care of with a phone call. And I was like, I'm I. And then in my head, I'm like, this is not going to get fixed for another two months. Yeah, based on you know how this has gone so far. And so and this was. After they told me, once they sent in the final lease, a revision, they said, you have until February 5th 
to sign this lease or we respectfully ask you to vacate the premises. Gotcha. And that's why this last Friday was the last service because February 5th was this last Sunday. So um, after that, yeah. So with that mini split, I was asking, like, can we get this fixed? What's going on? Why am I having to call the AC company and the electrician? This should be on you. Also, it says so on the lease that you're going to take care of this, not me. Right. I won't pay for it, but I'm still doing all the work for you as far as calls and managing and all that. The I coordinator, basically. Yeah, I'm yeah. coordinating it. I'm not getting compensated for it. And they're not doing anything about it. And you're running. And and, and the thing was, like, I had to shut down. That one Wednesday. That Wednesday. it was so cold. Because it was freezing and my little heater wasn't doing anything. Right. In one hour of running, it went from 25 degrees to 26 and I'm like, this isn't going to work. This yeah. is going to be running, and it's only it's not going to get any warmer. It's so dang cold. And I was like, how many more of these days am I going to have to close because in the future? Of, yeah. How much money am I going to lose? And if, if we get a super cold day on a Friday, which was my best day, like that, that week's done, you know? Yeah, it kills people, the whole. Yeah, people don't want to go out. Yeah, and now rent's two time, 2.5 times more. Exactly. So it's just a lot of stuff stacking against me. Yeah. And so I... I just, I was just like, I'm okay. And I think at the time when I decided, when I really looked back on it, I was like, this, I, I wish I would have gone back to when we were sitting with Timmy's podcast and said, look, this is not looking good. I think I just need to bail. Right. And at the time, people, my mentors, people were advising me, this is a huge red flag. Hmm. Do not proceed with this. Well, at least that's their advice. But I'm like, and in my, I don't know if it was pride or just being a tired. Dream. Yeah, but yeah, that, I think, but it was also fatigue of yeah. doing the markets. It was, you know, because one thing that I don't really say to a lot of people is doing those markets is hard because I'm a very eager, excitable person who loves sharing their product. And I, I struggle with rejection. Mm-hmm. when it's done so with ignorance in a sense so like when people try my product and they love it like I'm, I'm here for it and or even the people who are willing to try it at this point like most of the time I don't care if people buy I just love for them to try something new that I made mm-hmm. and it's a sense of like oh sweet like I got to I got to make someone's day I got to introduce them to something new I open their mind a little bit to maybe tasting more than meat and potatoes <laughs> you know <laughs> Being in Indiana. Yeah, steak and potatoes all day long. Thank yeah. you so much. But you can also have some guac with those steak and potatoes. Um, and um, I, I love I love that atmosphere of customer to client relationship. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. Or customer ben, to yeah. Ben, yeah, vendor. Vendor to client. There you go. Um, and and I was just I, I love that. But when it's it's dealt with like these eyes of judgment, these potentially racial eyes for the most part i've mm. been i've been uh scrutinized sometimes and discriminated against at some of these markets mm. it, it, it wears me down and it gets me in a in a kind of sad mood until then i see one of my regular customers and then they just lift me back up yeah. so there was a lot of emotional drain yeah and recently also the goshen farmers market has been a little more difficult with me they haven't been as uh helping i guess and accepting they, Maybe. Yeah, they've been a little more strict, and I think I don't. I think it's because I'm taking up a double booth because I eventually wanted to turn that into a mini kitchen, hmm. so I can serve hot food out of the farmers market. It would be nice. That'd be cool. 
Um, you can smell the tamales at the farmer's market and be like, whoa, what's that? You know, yeah. you can see people walking around. So I wanted to do that, but I don't know. I don't know what the, the beef is, but um, yeah. So sorry, did I get sidetracked? No, uh, that's fine. So yeah, you, you're exhausted from yeah. the markets, which <clears throat> when you're going into that conversation, probably played a little bit into that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I was tired and... I think I wanted the restaurant to work so that mm-hmm. I can uh, do, I guess, do more with my family, at, but still have a better source of income. Right. Because the idea would be like, all right, I set up this menu, I set up this restaurant, I'm there uh, occasionally, not all the time like I was, and have employees be able to, one, pay them very well, 20 to $25 an hour running my restaurant, and then interacting with my customers Mm. people who really love people love serving them and i wanted to get them get to that point yeah and then me while i focus on other stuff like i don't know the vision yeah the creativity the other thing too is people aren't going to come into your restaurant and be like reject you (laughs) you're right people who went into my restaurant were there for me or for my products and unless and but i mean there were some people that were Oh, I just Googled you and I found you. I was like, great, welcome in. And I had a lot of people who kept coming back. Yeah. And those were actually some of the best customers that, because they found me out of nowhere, they kept coming back. Like a little gym. That's right. This? Well, actually, one guy, he said that I am now his uh, pre, pre-workout food stop. <laughs> so he would come in, eat my food, and then go climb. At oh, the local nice. climbing uh, gym that we have here. Yeah. And he was such a great guy. He he just came in, was in love with the food. The first time he was a little like, what is this place? You know, like, yep. hey, I'll take it a shot, you know. And then he kept coming back every time. That's so cool. There was a set of brothers that kept, they said like every month we go to a new restaurant and we try it out. And for three, I think two or three months in a row, they came back to mine. Oh, that's cool. You know, because they, they were like, now nah, let's go to Guacan Squad again. You know, we feel it. And then there was work groups that would come in. It's like, yeah. hey, you guys want to go to Guacan Squad? People were telling me, it's like, yeah, we were deciding where to go. And then someone remembered Guacan Squad. And then it was settled. Like, that no argument. Know. Just, <laughs> all right, let's go. Yeah. And people liked the little rundown hole in the wall. Yeah. You know. It's a vibe. Yeah. It was an absolute vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And so for the people that did come out and are listening to this, thank you so much. I hope I did provide you with a good service and a good experience. Uh, and you got a little glimpse of my vision for what could be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, closing down I this weekend was really hard. Just, not even emotionally. I was actually relieved. Mm-hmm. It was like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders. And I was just kind of enjoying it, actually. <laughs> What I was stressed about was selling all the crap because there was so much stuff. I'm like, I don't yeah. want to hold on to any of this. Yeah. So luckily, a guy came in and just straight up bought all the fridges I was selling oh, for right. two grand. Oh, and I was nice. like, whoa, great. Now let's give her some more stuff. A guy came in, bought the warmer that I was selling. I was yeah. like, oh, my gosh, all the big stuff's gone. That's and awesome. it was such a blessing to have all that sold. Is it? Pretty much all sold? No, I still have some stuff, and I'll be posting them on my Facebook. But you can soon. you can manage that. Yeah, to yeah. Stuff. Oh, no, yeah. like I'm a huge, heavy fridge. Like, yeah. nah, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so leaving, leaving that um, restaurant behind was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was very relieving and just uh, a season. And I'm not – we didn't fail. The, the, the restaurant was doing very well. Right. 
financially it was making a lot of money and I was only working three days out of the week you know and we were well off we were not losing we never through the cold oh yeah right oh yeah the and you don't have the space right that's right no you know I mean it was just that that room that's right only spot on this technically the slowest restaurant time of the year we were doing very well. Right. I can only imagine what it would have looked like in the summertime. Yeah. And we never went in the red. We never lost a single dollar going into this restaurant. That's cool. Me and my wife made nothing but profit going into it. That's cool. Uh, because we, we optimized all our menu. We saved money wherever we could. And we, we sought responsible uh, products. So like our meat on our burgers was local. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't fro- it wasn't previously frozen. It was from a butchered cow that my friend raised. Right. And he sent to go get processed and it was that meat and some people really was like, "Whoa, this is good meat." I'm like, yeah. "Well, yeah, dude, like it's a local cow eating your Indiana soil." Yeah. You know, and then the the patties, I got a local baker to make some yummy, delicious uh, buttery brioche buns. Mm. I don't know if you Those ever got. Those were so good. Oh, yeah. you did get a burger, uh, chicken right? and waffle one, and then the burger. Yeah, there's well, I guess chicken and waffle or waffles. But um, you yeah, did, you did get a burger. I got a burger. Yeah, you got five. Yeah, I did. Yes. Wow. All right. I ate, I ate all five. Did you really? <laughs> I, I did. Oh, okay. I was. About it was to... very good. Thank it you was so super much. Solid. So you know these kind of things I was putting into the product. Obviously, yeah, you can't get local gua- intentional avocados, but I was very intentional with my yeah. products, my ingredients everything and people some people appreciated it but some people are just like oh i don't care food is food and you know respect you know it's a restaurant yeah it's just this is an option for others but if you don't care about that it's still good food you know um yeah so yeah the restaurant was uh, a cool vision and i i definitely learned from it i was not a failure at all it was just an experience i got to live through and at the end of the day people are like oh man it must have sucked like sorry for your loss where i'm like no i learned so much yeah and I walked away with more money than I went in with. That's cool. And on top of that, we, uh, and you know, a lot of that was just because of hard work, obviously. Yeah. Um, not hiring out cleaners or buying expensive stuff, just being really smart with my money that I had. And, and then, um, yeah, but I think closing that chapter, people are like, what's next? Uh, yeah, that's my next that's question. Everyone's question. Yeah. Like what's going on? And so um, I can't really disclose a lot because I hate telling you guys stuff to get excited for, and then it never happens. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to try to answer this as best as possible. What's next is one of three things that was kind of presented to me. One is to go far away and start in a brand new city uh, with a whole new brand, brand new clientele, which is nowhere near here. Uh, I can reveal the location, but I can't tell you exactly what company with, but it'd be Austin, Texas. Okay. Yeah. Very far away. That's a hip spot right now. I know. But but the issue we're running into, it's very expensive. So uh, the only thing I would ask is if anyone knows of any housing, affordable housing or rent, that is something that will help us kind of get that move going. Mm -hmm. The other option is actually to stay here and possibly... Uh, relocate and try again in a very different circumstance. And I know I'm very, very vague, but I can't, there is genuinely some stuff I'm not legally allowed allowed to disclose. But, um, through that, I actually just want to pursue, uh, a, a local distribution 
with a co-packer if possible. So what that means is I would give my I would get my recipe, get it tested in a food lab, which I, if anyone knows a food lab, let me know because <laughs> I am struggling to find one. And then get it get it tested so that a co-packer could package my guac, manufacture my guac, and then sell it to local Martins, Myers, Whole Whole Foods, Fresh Time, these bigger stores that have a lot more clientele hmm. and more foot traffic, you know, and and then get them to sell my guac and my nut butters. And I think with that we'd be well off. I keep my one of my bosses when I worked as a closet designer told me. He had this friend who made some, you know, somewhat mediocre salsa. He's a white dude making some whatever salsa. And he said, Joe, like, your your salsa and your guac is way better than his. He just made it work. Hmm. And I was like, well, if his, if my salsa is really that much better than his, and I never, I've never tried it, it didn't look appetizing. Um, <laughs> uh, how can I get there, you know? Yeah. Because uh, if his is... Not as good, but it's still you selling. Know, selling and people are buying it and someone wants to work with them. Right. Then surely with mine that has had some pretty good feedback and mm-hmm. some huge fans would do very well. So I think that's going to be a, lo- a lot of the focus and any assistance in that regard or any connections would be of great help and merit. Mm. Um, the third option was really random, actually. There was this family who approached me that wants to invest in me just like it sounded like anything I needed to keep working and keep doing they were willing to just help me do that one's very vague because that's <laughs> literally all they told me and they've yet to reach out to me but I'm I'm here waiting like okay sweet yeah but I've, I've also learned through all this when you're you're so when you're holding on to something so tight that you're not letting God kind of take control uh, it limits you and I've learned when I, as soon as I let go of the restaurant, that pride, that sense of relief, that sense of fatigue that I was just like, I'm done. I don't want to do this restaurant stuff or this guac stuff or whatever. I enjoy it, but it's not a forever thing, right? Right. Um, when you let go of that pride, like, oh, I got to keep going. I got to keep going because I'm a failure if I don't. Then uh, once I let that ambition grow let go all these other opportunities start happening to me hmm. and the opportunity too which i can't disclose is probably the 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 closest thing that's going to happen but the only thing i can say it's local right so i'll stay local and like a phoenix that has been burned down <laughs> guac and squat can rise from the ashes right so that that's as much of a teaser that i can say about that yeah we would love that yeah it's a very it's a very local very very well-known spot cool mm-hmm. very cool yeah um that's i think you need a break i i and i told i told <laughs> yep i told people i'm gonna take a break i yeah. told people look give me a month or two i'm i don't want to do anything i just want to hang out with my family yeah we're gonna take a trip to austin to go talk to this guy very nice see see some housing see some rent to see what it realistically looks like get the lay of the lane yeah and if i can't afford it or there's just no doors opening and be like you know what it's uh it's probably for my my pocket i'm gonna put in my pocket and maybe for later Mm -hmm. but um I'm not. I'm also not just putting all my eggs in that basket. I'm. I'm right. still working on plan two. I'm still seeing pushing that forward. But I am also taking a break. Um, I'm also. I've been just hanging out with my kids. 
staying up late, playing video games, <laughs> just really enjoying uh, the fruit of my labor that I was supposed to enjoy this last winter mm. going into this next summer. Because my plan was like, just take it easy all winter, go get back into woodworking and carpentry. And then back in the summer, do four farmer's markets. So I was going to do Mishawaka. Um, South Bend, South, Middle Bend. No, no, not South oh, Bend. Not South Bend hates me. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. So Mishawaka, uh, Mishawaka, Elkhart, Elkhart uh, Goshen, and Middlebury. Yeah, the reason I say South Bend hates me is because I've tried selling in a lot of stores in South Bend. None of them want to work with me at any capacity. Wow. And the ones that do kind of want to scalp my product so that it makes their other products look good. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, you can buy the super expensive Glock or you could buy our affordable product. Yeah. And obviously, who's going to buy my super expensive Glock? Right. Certain people will. Right. But not everyone. And I'm like, I'm here for the people, not not just the higher echelon of society. Right. I'm here for the people, you know, I'm a pe- <laughs> person. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, South Bend and then the South Bend farmer's market, I have my own opinions on them that mm-hmm. I will not disclose, but I, I think we talked about it. Maybe not. I don't know. It was, yeah, they want you in there all the time. Something yeah. Like they, they penalize you for not being in there all the time. And then on top of that, the board who is also run by some vendors get to call the shots mm. and if they don't like someone they can just make up some excuse to kick them out yeah and they did that to me and my turkish friend mm. and that's not cool yeah we're both people of color so it's <laughs> like all right i guess south bend has something against us yeah <laughs> oops <laughs> i keep bumping the table um so yeah that that was that um yeah but i that that was the plan you know like go for farmer's market let's add mishawaka mm-hmm. you know let's give that a shot i hear good things and it's on a sunday so it'll work out Right. Uh, but now I've actually closed down my relationship with the far- Goshen Farmer's Market for now. Mm-hmm. Because I don't have a commercial kitchen anymore, immediately, I got, out of the- immediately I got an email, hey, you need to find a new commercial kitchen or you cannot sell anything here. Wow. I was like, wow, after all that, four years and then boom, that's, that's it. You know, you have, you have other vendors buying stuff from you know, Chicago and other places and then just reselling it in a different bag. Yeah. But I can't sell my local product. All right. Sounds good. Checks out. Yeah. But I think I've made some beef with some people there that really don't like me. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. A lot of people don't like me for some reason. <laughs> um, and You're if a polarizing you figure, Johan. I don't know, dude. Like, what did I do? I'm just, I'm literally a, a foreigner from Indiana. What's the, what's the thing that you put on Facebook like a year or two ago? And you're just like, it's I don't remember what it was, but you're like, ask me my opinions. I don't care. Just ask me my opinions. I'll talk to you about it. I don't know. It was something really like, you're bold. I mm. think the boldness is what intimidates. I have, intimidates so I have put on out surveys and in those surveys, I always get two people. I don't, I, I don't know if it's the same two people, but there's always two people that are like, yeah, you're a little too, too, too intense for me. Mm. You come off as arrogant and prideful. I was like... I guess. I mean, it's two people out of 40 people taking the survey, so I'll take it as a grain of salt, but, like, it's still there, you know? It's like, you see the YouTubers that have millions of comments, but then they see the two that really, like, gets to them, but then there's all this praise and support. They don't see that, though. They only focus on But I want to see that, and I want to ignore this, or not even ignore it, but use that constructive criticism to be like... To get better. Oh, interesting, okay. I am a little intense, I guess, but I don't... I don't know how. I guess yeah. some people are just soft-spoken. Well, some and I, I don't mean anything by them. Like, they're great people, probably, but yeah. 
I, it's just my character, my personality. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I don't know. It's hard. I've never met a stranger. That's my personality. Mm. So I'm very like, but also I don't ever want to change mm. who I am. Mm. I wouldn't suggest you change who you are either. Uh, I mean, um, cause that's kind of what makes you amazing. You know, you so much. and I've been in a place where I've like years ago been tried to change who I was to please people, please. Mm. And, um, the end outcome of that is never fun. Mm-mm. You do not feel good about yourself mentally, yeah. physically, spiritually, all right. aspects. Right. I say, so, I have a saying actually for that. Um, I am never nice, but I'm always kind. Yeah. And the difference in my mind for that is nice, uh, feeds into that person and just makes them feel better. Mm-hmm. Kindness talks to the heart of that person and helps them be better. Mm-hmm. One makes them have a feeling, temporary feeling. The other one helps them be elevated and get to the next point. So yeah. I'll never be nice to you, but I will always be the un, unsolicited accountability partner <laughs> that you need. You know, oh. there was a friend the other day walking on the sidewalk and the wife was carrying these two heavy baby carriages and then the man was pushing the the baby stroller and I asked him like wait shouldn't you be carrying the you know the heavy stuff and he's like I mean this is a really good friend of mine yeah. he's like dude right now we're dealing with some pride I just let her take care <laughs> <laughs> I just let her take care of it and then whenever she decides that she wants to and I thought it was funny that's great but I just I, and I realized like maybe I shouldn't have said anything yeah. but it's just in me to just like, call it hey, out. like accountability. Yeah. Where's the man? Where's the honor? Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's hilarious. So, but then there's also those people like, hey, I'm a independent, powerful, yeah, person that I don't need Can no man or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I get it, but there's there's ends and outs without that. Yeah. People are probably gonna hate me for that. I don't know. That's okay. Thank you so much. You'll get a next survey. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the next survey, those two people, oh, I can't believe you said this on this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Blah, blah. (laughs) At least they listened. Thank you for listening. Yeah, right? Uh, The other time, I think the only other time that caught me off guard was someone thought I was racist against white people. And I'm like, (laughs) uh, my wife's name is Anna Shea Koskinen. She is a Finnish heritage, and I have mixed-race babies, and most of my all friends are white. Yeah. But when I made the guac, because people kept complaining that my guac was too spicy, and if I had one with no spice, before I made up the Olympian, um, which is a very popular hit with these kinds of people, I made one that, because I I wasn't into it. I don't want to make a a guac with no heat. Yeah. What's the point? You're a cheating. Quack. Yeah, you're cheating. The the spice is where all the flavors are, or a, a mixture of spices and herbs. And so I made one called White Boy Confidence, <laughs> and everyone loved it. I guess except this one person. And but white and guess what? White Boy Confidence was the worst selling guacamole I've ever made in my really? life. Really? Yeah. They love the name. They didn't want to eat it though. Yeah. No, they yeah. loved it. They they tasted it, and they were just like. Can I get too traditional? I'm yeah. like, oh, absolutely. That's what. That's what's up. Yeah. So that's it, interesting. Yeah, it pushed the sales of the traditional though. So maybe I should use that as like. Yeah. The 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 sacrifice sample. It's like here, taste this squat. Now taste <laughs> this squat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like this one better. Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fascinating. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was thinking is this. Mm. Um, it's probably a good thing that you didn't end in November. I know the red flag. Yeah, was yeah. there, right? And you probably should have. But 
uh, I do really appreciate you pushing out mm. and trying for those four months. Mm. And I think the experience you got from all of this is only going to make you better and stronger. Mm. Those three options you have out there, I don't like them. Thank you so much. <laughs> but well, you'll like the second one. Okay. It, but I'd love to see you flourish. And I think this is just a building block. Mm. Um, the other thing is, if it would have, if you would have made the lease work and you would have been established a longer, um, I think that would have hurt harder mm. if you would have just folded eventually or left eventually into something better. And the other thing is you never got your maps figured out, so no one could find you anyways. So maybe that was well, a good thing. Apple Maps. <laughs> Apple Maps. Apple refused to, but yes, Google. So, Google's so, spot on. Yeah, Google knew. So I think maybe that was helpful too. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like super established yet. Everyone who knew what was up mm. knew the good spot, mm. but I think it was a good building block. You yeah, know? well, I appreciate that. Uh, point of view because no one's brought that up and that's a very good argument yeah. that I have nothing against. So I appreciate that yeah. support. What, what did you learn in the f- the four months of running Guava um, Squat? I can run a restaurant by myself. Yeah, It takes one person, one very uh, uh, mentally focused. And this is a cool thing because I have ADHD. Mm-hmm. So for the people who think like, oh, people with ADHD can't do this or that, I'm like, bro, like, I ran an entire restaurant by myself with 68 orders in one day. Wow. Because I thought, and even though my mind was scattered, because it always is, I was able to fulfill orders because I all the prep work I'd done got, got it to a point where as soon as you walked in through the door, you gave me your order, I could have your order done in the next five minutes by myself. Wow. Because everything was already laid out and done. Um, my average serving time, I think, was five to six minutes and the only thing that took the longest was burgers because we cooked four and three sides each side for the patty so that was the longest thing we've ever served but everything else was under five minutes wow um and this is when it was a full house uh there was some times where i messed up and like took 20 minutes because my tamales were raw Mm. and i had to cook them quicker and so i learned how to cook tamales quicker Mm. and still tastier or tasty but yeah you know stuff like that what i learned too is um management skills i learned how to communicate with my employees i learned how to communicate with uh um with orders i learned how to make a proper menu i learned how to stock a menu Mm. uh, stock a restaurant properly i learned how to um treat people uh organize people menus are important uh it's not just the day that matters but it's also the temperature when it when it comes to serving um you know people never came out when it was super cold even though it was a friday night right but like today i got so many phone calls and me and my wife were out tuesday we're taking like i think a drive around town and it was like everyone was out because it was nice because it was super nice on a tuesday night like people were bumping everywhere mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, the weather, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but most of all, I, I learned that I am, I have a lot of caliber about me. I am very experienced and I'm very capable of a lot of this stuff Yeah, by myself. You stretch yourself to know that, yeah, oh yeah I can, I can, I've played this level before. Yeah. This level again. There you go. Yeah. Or it, it's more of a value thing. Like I know the value I have now. Like I started 
a business from scratch. I've never been in debt. My Glock and Scott has never been in the red or lost any money. Yeah. It's always been profitable. It's always been in the green. And um, You supported your family? I was able to fully support my family. In 2021, I worked 102 days, and I made $50,000. Wow. So that is $500 a day, working one-third of the year. Wow. You know, like, I was like, <laughs> oh, I, cool. have, I have some value, you know, I can do some stuff. Yeah. And it's not that I was taking advantage of people, because people say, like, hey, your products are properly priced. I, I appreciate your pricing. Yep. And, you know, people kept telling me, it's like, hey, now that avocados are through the roof. Like, even though through the, the high avocado prices where they were like 189 a piece. Yeah. All the way down to where they're at now at 78 cents. Like, I've tried to stay consistent with my pricing because I don't want to be this guy who takes advantage of you. I just want right. to give you good Price product. gouges and all that. Exactly. And I see people all over the place price gouge. Oh, yeah. I was like... What the heck? This Look is at the like? eggs right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But I still get my exact Costco, by the way, if you need. Really? That's go. the spot to go? Oh, yeah. yeah. $6 for, I think, 24 Oh, wow. Yeah, got Amish hook, uh, hookup. Yeah, well, if you That's got the Amish nice. hookup. You got the I plug. Got I mean, we have we have a person where we, so I'm lactose intolerant, and I can't drink processed cow milk, mm-hmm. but unprocessed cow milk, I can, raw. Yeah. And it didn't affect me at all. Wow, that's wild. Thank you so much. Um and we buy ours at our secret spot. It's kind of like a moral, mm-hmm. like when you find moral spots. Don't let anyone else down. You don't tell anyone. Yeah. So my cow. Is it a farm share? I don't know what okay. that means, yeah, but okay. it's a little shed. Nice. And $5 a gallon. Oh, that's all. For raw milk. Yeah. That's and, uh, pretty That's pretty solid. It's really good. It's raw milk for your cats and dogs. Yeah. Yeah. For those is, not- is your eye okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm, uh, I'm but not yes. Winking. I'm not winking. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's for personal use. We make our uh we make our own uh, Greek yogurt with it. Oh, nice. And it was sad because I was going to start making uh, uh ice cream this, mm, this summer. Yeah. And you guys had no idea the kind of stuff I was going to throw at you guys. I was going to put it was going to start making the chief sweat a little bit because <laughs> I actually know my ingredients yeah. and I yeah. I do reduce sugar because I care about your not getting diabetes. Right, (laughs) diabetes. Yes, but yeah, and I was gonna, I was gonna do some solid stuff, Mexican and American. Wow. Yeah. Um, Well, let's talk a little bit about going forward. I know one of the things you did on your post was to order. So if someone does want guac or stuff like that, so I haven't done that yet. Okay. But this is a good sneak peek into that. Um, So moving forward, we are going to. I'm going to make. And this is the cool stuff because the people in this group, I'm going to treat them extra nice. Mm. So I'm going to post on my Facebook uh, probably in a month from now. So this is your this is your heads up. <laughs> Be on the lookout yeah. for these posts. Notifications on. There you go. Thank yeah. you so much. Like and follow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ring the, put the bell on. Yeah, subscribe. No, not on Facebook. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, for my Instagram people, I'll try to figure something out, but it is harder to for me to manage both of them, mm-hmm. especially with Instagram being a whole different platform that I'm not super comfortable with. But I'm going to do some homework and I'm going to make it so that it's, <laughs> this sounds horrible, but it's genuinely a guac only fans where <laughs> you subscribe to something yep and then not even subscribe sorry but you you go to this place i will put out the menu for the week you will pay ahead of time and there will be a pickup time window nice and then you come pick up it is 
it's super simple. Don't complicate it. Yeah. You know, it's basically like as if you're ordering guac or something on Amazon yeah. and then you wait for it and it tells you the delivery date. Right. I'm the same way, except on a week basis. So this week, who wants guac? What flavors? You get to choose now. And then you pick up all day Friday. Nice. Oh, after a certain time. And under the cottage food law, I'm able to sell out of my home. So you will be able to pick up from my home. That's cool. Is it only guac or are you going to look into other things too? Uh, we'll start off with guac okay. to see, test the waters. And then as we go forward, I will start introducing tamales. Okay. Because tamales were a lot of people were absolutely devastated yeah. that my tamales were not going to be What about the available. peanut butter? Peanut butter, I can still do. Cottage food law or not, it's still okay. a, a shelf-stable product. So I'm able to do as much peanut butter as I want. And I have a 12-quart Hobart commercial mixer that I will be doing it in. Okay. Because <laughs> that thing's a beast. That's sweet. So can I, can I say that? You know, in a month from now, there's still a chance that if you still love peanut butter, still love guac, oh, yeah. there'll be availability. Oh, yeah. It'll just be that shed, that morale mushroom yeah, that yeah, not yeah. everyone... That's yeah, and that, that's the cool yeah. thing, I think, about it. Because just like how guac and squat also became that. Because mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if there was this reputation about guac and squat, but there's like, oh, there's this hidden, unlabeled place that only if you know through this alley, it's like Goshen's little secret, you yeah. know, like the, the people who ever got to experience it, they're going to be able to take that as a gift and go home with it and live, live the, right now their life with like, oh, I ate at Guac and Squat before I shut down. Yep. You know? Yep. And you got to experience the vision Johan had. Um, and, you know, that's a gift that you guys have from me or from that experience that I hope you cherish. And hopefully it was a good one. Oh, it was. You know, I can speak for the people. It was awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah I, I, a customer pointed out, and I, because I don't, I didn't check this too much, but she's like, "Do you know you have fifty four reviews on Google?" I'm like, "Oh, it's fifty four now." Because last time I checked, it was like twenty three. Mm-hmm. And and she's like, "Yeah, like you have fifty four reviews." I'm like, "Great." And she's like, "How are you this good?" I'm like, "I'm I'm 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 not. I'm just making good food." She's like, "No, every single review is five stars." Yeah. I'm like, no way. And sure enough, I check it. I'm like, every single review is five stars. I'm like, what yeah. the heck? There was one three-star review, but that one I knew about. That one's old. Uh, and I reached out to this lady. It's just three stars, no no comment. <laughs> I was like, hey, uh, I'm sorry if I made this a bad experience. Would you mind being uh, letting me uh, yeah. help you out? Like, how, how can I fix this for you? Like, what did I do you wrong by? Whatever. But she, obviously she doesn't care. Yeah. She left some other one star and two star reviews out of the place. So I'm like, on her end, I'm probably the five star. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like you got three. That's yeah. Okay. Like, hey, this lady's one starring everyone, but she three stars me. It's like, oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a win. Yeah, right? It's a big win right there. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, having this little Facebook group will also be, I will hand select who is allowed in. Mm-hmm. Um. And it will be an exclusive thing because I, I need to have this available only for people I trust and people I, I want to let into my home. Right. You won't need to step into my home just on the porch. It's fine. Yeah, just run over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. Yeah. Because there are people who still want my guac. They're yeah. like, hey, where can I get your guac? Oh, right. Yeah. 
Tim, yeah. Tim in raising his hand. Uh, the peanut butter. You saw the half. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I walk into his home tonight <laughs> and there's just a choco gras. And I don't know if this was product placement or anything like, hey, Johan, look, we support you. Uh, but there was legit one of my peanut butters absolutely nommed down <laughs> yeah. to about like 20% left. Yeah. We smashed that stuff pretty hard. And so. I was like, all right. Okay. I see you. I see you with your choco gravel. Yeah. You know, sometimes in the middle of the night when I'm hungry, which I'm really stopping. I'm really trying not to eat anytime past eight. Okay. Eight thirty. Mm-hmm. But um, it'll be like, okay, I could eat something garbage, or I could just get the spoon out. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, hit the choco. choco at least, gravel. at least you're replacing your sugary habits with choco gravel. Yeah. Which is three grams of sugar per two tablespoons. So yeah, it's not going to be the end of the yeah, world. Yeah, I was probably having a tablespoon or two. Not feeling too bad. Put it on some bananas. Oh my. Oh Lord. yeah. Yeah. So so get that potassium. Uh-huh. Get those that little amount of sucrose or fructose. You got it. Yeah, it's it's so solid. Well, thank you for explaining it. Yeah. Explaining hope- all this stuff. It's unfortunate. I think that's just how it goes sometimes. Mm. You know. I mean, looking back is always better. Understanding what he could have done differently. What could have changed? Yeah, but now I know. But now you know. And I think it was really good for you to flex that mu- restaurant muscle mm. and see how much it, how much you could lift, how mm. much you could do. Mm. Um, you know, you said those three options, but I hope there's like a fourth or fifth option in the future that in the long-term future where there is another guac and squat that pops up. Well, knowing knowing my life, all my plans usually God's like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cute, you know? And then he just like swishes them away and he's like, here's this. And I'm like, what the crap? <laughs> yeah, where did you this know, come it's from? like, I don't know. But, um, I, I, I mean, at the end of the day, I still love making guac for people who want it. Yeah. I'm not here for You've the people, You've got a though. good community, man. That's so, I hope so. 54 people left a review I mean that's in, in a very difficult hard to find spot yeah you know yeah and people were not pissed off showing up at the farmer's market be like you know because you, you could have been an apple person right you know bless your bless your heart you could have been an apple person show up uh, call which they did and they're like hey I'm in here at the farmer's market oh you must be an apple person you mm-hmm. know I don't judge you but I'm sorry for your interest in devices um <laughs> Uh, you, you come over to behind Venturi's and you could have, they could have been pissed. They could have been upset, right. but they chose not to. They're they like, no, over. you know, and no, we want to go. Like we want to find you. We just don't know how. Yeah. And they, they made that trip and I was like, well, thank you so much. You know? And hopefully everyone that went there enjoyed it, enjoyed it. And I didn't do anyone wrong. Yeah. I think, I mean, I know my wife and I, we went multiple times. You did. We did. We you helped it. me out with the board even. Yeah. That was fun. Thank you so yeah, much. We'll I, hope, I felt kind of weird. I was like, nah, <laughs> nah give him a drink. That, that was, fine. that was so good. <laughs> that was so cool. We walk in Johan has this menu board and he's like, uh, you had just gotten it and you yeah. got all the letters that go on the menu board and you're like, could you sort these? So we just sat there and talked <laughs> and sort. It was a good, it was our little date time. So <laughs> it was perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah. We really enjoyed that. Those are memories. Yeah, I think anyone that that went will really... I was trying to get as many people as I could to mm-hmm. come mm-hmm. and enjoy that. Mm-hmm. But I love what you're doing, man. I would hate to see it go to Austin, Texas. But if it does, I mean, that gives me a reason to come to Austin, Texas and just fill up on a suitcase full of chocolate gravel. There you go. <laughs> well, even, even at Austin, there's just so much opportunity. Bigger money. Yeah. More money. Bigger market. More people. My, more my people. Mm-hmm. More Mexicans that are willing to try my guac. Well, funny side note is... The Hispanic community, aside from uh, some people who always shared my posts, thank you so much to those people, 
very, very, very few Hispanics would consistently come back or Latino people would come back or even come into my restaurant. Really? Yeah, very little. And the people who did come were very blessed by it because I'm like, yeah, this is authentic uh, Mexican Oaxacan pozole. And they're like, you have, tienes pozole? I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, here it is. And they're like, and and then they're like, what are these tamales? I'm like, Mm. they're the best tamales you'll ever try. (laughs) And then like, and so the Mexicans that did find my tamales, they, they loved them. But there was always those people, even my own people were very judgmental about me. It's like, Mm. ay, mira, look at him selling his $25 dozen tamales. Because normally they're about 16 or 18 or even eighteen's high, yeah. or even a dollar a piece. I've seen them, but like Johan's tamales are two dollars each. Like, psh, nah, get this guy out of here. Yeah. But the people knew is like, I put local fresh chicken in it with some good masa, and I put a really good ingredient and in, or ingredients, a really nice chicken broth. I took care of the tamales, you know, and the tamales took care of my people. So, what right. more can I ask for? Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, what was your favorite thing to make I like, other than tamales? Because you, with the menu, you would do different things. Oh, what was, was it? Like? Yeah, some people got annoyed. I got in the survey. They're like, I wish you'd have just like a staple. I'm like, dog, like, the it's guac and spot. Yeah. It's guac and tamales. Like, yeah. those are my staples. But I think the, the funnest thing to do was uh, tortas. Tortas mm-hmm. are Mexican sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And the reason they were so fun is because... No one person got the same torta in the entire <laughs> restaurant. Because every time I served a torta, I was like, oh, I'm going to do this one. I know this person. Or based on your personality, I'm going to change it this, so yeah. that I can serve you. That's crazy. Like when Timon would come in, like, just let me take care of it, bro. Yeah. At first, I had these these little tamale sheets that you yes. could customize your tamales. Yeah. I did away with those so fast because I was like, these people are ha- ruining their own experience. Yeah. By them making their own tamale. Yeah. Like, they come to to this place so that I could take care of them and I could feed them. Yep. If I let them ruin their own experience... They don't ever come back? They, they don't. And then they let me take care of the sauce. They let me sauce it. They let me do all the stuff. And you know, because you've eaten my tamales. Sauce is fire. I, I took care of you and my, my tamales had the, the proper sauce yep. and everything was properly done. Yep. But my torta was super fun because... Every time I was just like, oh, let's try this. Oh, let's try. It. Oh, look, it's Tim and I got you, dog. Like, <laughs> I'm going to get you some good torta, you know? Yeah. But then there was feedback. It's like, hey, there wasn't as much chicken on this. I'm like, great, let me refund you. And they're like, no, 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 I don't mind. I just, and then next time they came in, I doubled up on theirs. And I was like, all right, you nah, tell, you please tell me if this is not enough. And they're like, no, you did, buy, you did good by me. I was like, great. That's cool. I'm glad to hear it. So I wanted to take care of my customers, you know? But that I, I loved making that and then just inventing new stuff. People thought it's like, oh, these must be recipes that he's been doing for his I'm like, nah dog, I just made this this morning. <laughs> <laughs> like uh the bagel, the bagel sandwich. That was one thing me and Trey just pulled out of thin air. No way. It's like, all right, we got eggs, we got bagels, we got this fancy gourmet bologna, which I know sounds weird, but it was trust me when I say it's gourmet bologna. All right. <laughs> uh we got you know, we got this fancy cheese let's do it up and then people ate it like dude that's a good bagel it's fire so you know and then we sauced it up of course and yeah it was it was a good time i yeah. i hope people enjoyed it enjoyed the bur- burilla burilla tacos burilla yeah i can't say that burilla burilla 
Birria. No, Birria, perdón. Birria. Birria. B-I-R-R-I-A. They were so good. Whole yeah, time. and there, that's actually a whole other story that is way too long to go into right now. But uh, my business partner left me hmm. after a month and a half of working together because there was a complication with the wife not liking me and not liking my approach or my vision and stuff like that. They were feeling betrayed of something that I was very clear communicated. I even have texts and emails disclosing everything, but apparently I betrayed the trust and was changing the vision mm. that I heard originally agreed upon with them. And I was like, not really, but if you guys must go, go ahead. It's not going to hurt me any. You know, and I think they probably thought like, oh, he's going to fail now because we're not here. I'm like, I made it two more months after yeah. and we were fine. We have had anything. We were better. But I and but with him, he took the birria tacos because that was his recipe. Gotcha. Everything else was mine, though. Gotcha. So but he did add that touch. And I, obviously the last couple months, I tried to make my own taco, which I did. And I did something called the chilaquile. And people absolutely love that one, mm. too. So I, it wasn't really a huge loss. And this was while my other guy that I partnered up with was training from scratch, which he did great, you know. That's cool. So Yeah, a lot of, a lot of things learned. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, and you guys have, you guys don't even know what was planned. The ice cream, the popsicles, yeah, the freaking projector, and how cool that would have been. Mario Kart Nights. Yeah. Cool. I would have, and then I, I just, right when I, not, I announced that we were closing, a lady messages me and offers me these free booths, like, like subway restaurant booths mm -hmm. you know they they have like that weird green but they're still in theme with guac and squad yeah and i was gonna have booths and i was uh, like that'd be cool oh, that would have been so cool yeah. you know and then of course right on the last day of service she messages me i'm like dog you did you did me dirty like i was <laughs> waiting probably good. i mean but yeah it was god obviously you wouldn't have had to get rid of them like, yeah you'd yeah. have booths just chilling at your house I don't want Booth chilling in my house. I already have my wife chilling at my house, <laughs> yeah. looking at me with these angry eyes, being like, babe, my house is a mess again. Uh, I'm like, I'm so sorry. It's not my fault. But thank you. <laughs> and, and honestly, through it all, my wife has been the MVP. Because most people, for example, now that you're pregnant, well, not you, but Al, your, your wife. I mean, 2023, I am pregnant. It's all yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you pretend you're in this situation. And you all of a sudden quit your job. Yeah. And then go sell microphones or something. Right. That's what I did. Yeah. I had a child, a one-year-old girl, and then my wife was pregnant. And I quit my job as a tailor mm -hmm. to then sell guac. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. No one does that, you know? And yeah. It's not the stable move. No, but it were, it, it, she threw it all has supported me because she knows that when my back is against the wall, that is when I thrive the most. Mm. That is when I really just go at it. Cause I have, it's the human condition of like when you're, you know, face to face with a lion and he's about to kill you, you can either cower in your final moments or at least fight back Right. to at least, you know, punch him in the eye or then, you know, whatever. Right. Um, so it's that fight or flight with me. Because I, if I have no job, like I have to do this. 
Yeah. And I've noticed, and I was talking to my mom, encouraging her uh, with some complications that we've dealt with. And through it all, by by the way, my uncle passed away in December in the oh. middle of this whole restaurant. Sorry, man. Thank you. Well, he was it's liver cancer. He was already dealing with it. Drank an energy drink a day. 112 grams of sugar a day. His liver exploded. Well, not exploded, but liver cancer. It just ate it away. Yeah. So we knew it was coming. It was just tragic from going three months from happy. We're at a barbecue hanging out three months. He's gone. Wow. That fast. Wow. So I, anyone who's drinking out there, stop. Check your liver at least. He was throwing up uncontrollably, could not stop. Because his liver stopped functioning. Wow. And then it got to his uh, p- pancreas, and he got pancreatitis, and uh, stage four cancer just wiped him out. He was skin and bones. Was it alcohol as well? No, no, no just just energy drinks, two a day. Wow. But even one a day will do you. Yeah, those are no good. Nasty. Well, it's just the sugar content too. Yeah. Anyway, I forgot what I was talking about. Heart palpitations. I know if that's people. People I know with the energy drinks, mm-hmm. they drink too much and their heart just starts pounding so mm-hmm. hard. And, it's yeah. not worth it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you were talking to your mom. She yeah, was encouraging so, you. Yeah, I was encouraging because she or just she went through all this. She lost her brother, yeah. obviously, and she was taking care of him for three months. Super hard for my mom. Yeah. And I was encouraging her. I was like, um, first off, you can't help people who won't help themselves. You, you just can't. They're, you're just talking to a, a wall pretty much. Right. Um, and the second thing I was encouraging her with, the most comfortable people are usually the people who are less willing to change. They have ideas of grandeur, like, oh, hey, I want to do this. Or, hey, I want to I wanna pursue this. I'm like, you're not going to do it. You're too comfortable. Mm-hmm. Why are you going to do it? Yep. You know, if, and it's a... There's it's, no hunger. It, yeah, it's that saying that I personally hate. If it's not broke, why fix it? My response to that philosophy or that way of thinking is, Sure, it's not broke. Why fix it? But then I'm like, well, why not make it better? Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, sure, it doesn't. But you can make it better. Um, and that's my philosophy. And so I think any time I've been pressed against the wall, it's always allowed me to go further and further. And people are always amazed, like, how are you doing all this? I'm like, because I'm constantly living on the edge. I have nothing to fall back on. Right. I have no security. The only way no, is forward. Yeah, I have no 401k. I have nothing like that. I don't even know what any of those mean. <laughs> I'm just like, I see this amount of money in the bank, and this is what I got to do. I got to make more money until I can get some passive income through some business deals and then go. Yeah. And that's the way I'm going about it, you know, yeah. whether it be a farm or something, and then it's something my kids take over. And I already have plans for my daughter to take over my popsicle business. <laughs> and I, who's not going to buy popsicles from a, a cute 12 12 year old girl right. entrepreneur right business uh, super extrovert yeah selling popsicles with amazing ingredients oh food. yeah who's not gonna that's buy it money. from Finley that's straight money oh yeah yeah no, I saw um, Goshen Art Arts on the Canal mm-hmm. when you I don't know uh, Allison and I went to that and then you um, were rolling around with mm. your popsicle uh, stand that was cool just yeah. to see you in your element and I think I remember I was talking I think it's Trey was yes. there and yep. he, we were chatting and he's like yeah we were selling popsicles and then Johan gets on the cart and then next thing I know is we're almost sold out of popsicles <laughs> like something like that so mm-hmm. yeah. I, yeah. yeah and I, you're not a cute 12 year old girl thank like, you so much imagine. I'm a cute 31 year old Mexican <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if it was a 12 she would crush oh yeah it absolutely yeah. Mm-hmm. with her little fanny pack with all these bills yeah organized neatly yeah 
And I already have a name that I'm not disclosing, yeah, but keep it on the it'll be it'll be cute. It's cool. Get stolen. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it'll be Finley's blank. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And I'm a graphic designer, so obviously it's gonna look absolutely yeah. trendy as yeah. crap. Fire. Absolute Super fire. fire. That's cool, man. Well, I, I really do hope that um, this is a time of rest mm-hmm. and then the next thing comes. Uh, that's okay. Yeah, it's all good. Um, yeah, this table is completely it's, hollow. It's not you. It's yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, man, I hope it I hope it works. I hope it all, this, the next thing comes right in front of you and you're like, yeah, this is exactly what's the next move. Mm. Um, I'm looking forward to joining that Facebook group and staying stocked with peanut butter and guac and tamales when we can. Mm-hmm. Tamales are fire. Thank you so much. And I'll also be selling the sauce that I made with, cool. to go with it. Oh, that's good stuff. Because people will probably uh, pitchfork and riot outside mm. of my house until they can get that honey chipotle mayo <laughs> and that roasted bell pepper sauce. I, I think you mixed them for me the last one. I've been mixing so them because I was like, why am I putting these in different? Like, who the crap is going out there and oh. not putting both of these on there? I mean, yeah, it was so good. Thank you yeah, so much. It was so good. Mixed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, any, I, don't, I don't have any more questions, man. I think you did a really good job of explaining what's the whole thing. Mm. It's a crazy journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm yeah. super 100% stoked for what's coming. I got some blood work done so I can find out if I'm dying. Oh, no. You know, 200 bucks. I haven't been to a doctor in 12 years. Oh, wow. Because I can't afford it. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, oh, okay, well, we sold some equipment. Let's let's check up on ourselves. Because I lost my hair because of stress. Yeah. And I found out stress is extremely detrimental to your health. Mm. Um, and I noticed that the more stressed I am, my teeth have started to wane. My I lost my hair. Uh, I'm always, always exhausted. I can only sleep five hours a night. Wow. And, yeah, I've been exhausted. So I'm literally just taking it easy. And my blessed wife, always supporting me, never giving up, always like, Hey, you know what? I trust God. I trust that He's given you a drive to provide for us. And so she's always been just enjoying homeschooling, being with the two kiddos. And I'm always, somehow, God gives me an opportunity to provide. Um, and I need to take care of myself. So I, I went to go get some blood at Center for Hope and Healing, which mm-hmm. is a very affordable location. So I'm going to definitely shout them out because. For 200 bucks, they did about 10, 10 different tests, which they said that Goshen Hospital would have charged you like five grand. Yeah. And I was like, I will gladly take 200 bucks. So yeah. I'm getting checked for all kinds of stuff for the last 10 years that I haven't ever been to a doctor. It'll be good to have that. At oh, least yeah. Point in time where you're like, okay, this is where I'm at. Here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited for what's to come. And I don't regret, I don't have a single regret. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed meeting all you people, all you new faces and old faces. I'm glad that you got to see my vision. And I am nothing but blessed to have you guys for these last four years of my life. Gawk and Scott's not dead. It's just changing. Yeah. I like the Phoenix. The analogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very visual. I see. I see that. Yeah. And I think every time a Phoenix, well, based on mythology, you know, it passes away, I'm assuming the new one is completely different DNA structure as far as new new plumage it's not the same it's brand new mm. you know so that's at least the philosophy the the mentality i'm going with it like just enjoy this time i have now obviously not too much because we still need some finances but we're still well off for a little bit yeah i think you'll find a nice balance and mm-hmm. then it'll give you the stepping stones to the next thing right on so i hope cool well, well yeah, yeah. 
thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. And thank you for yeah feeding the community. Yeah. I appreciate that. Well, uh, Goshen, you're very, very welcome to the people who came out. We appreciate you. That's good. Uh, where can they find your Facebook? Let's see. Just give your plugs real quick. Yeah. yeah. So um, usually I do Facebook stories and Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. So both of those, if you type in Guac and Scott, you will see my little avocado with a straw hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram is Guac and Squat dot official because some cheeky, cheeky person out there. Took it all. Took at Guac and Squat. And is not even using it. Uh, that's the worst. Cheeky person. <laughs> so I'm guacansquat.official on Instagram and then just straight up guacansquat on Facebook. And this is with the letter N. Granted, if you're hearing this podcast, it's probably because they linked it from my right Facebook, my Facebook right. page. Right. And then, yeah, there's a lot of interesting avenues I could do. Um, maybe down the line do do something else. But... Um, I've always, and I guess I'll end with this, but I've, in these last week of rest, I actually got a moment of clarity. I was like, ever since I was a little kid, why didn't I pursue this one thing I've always wanted to do? Because now that I have a little bit of money, not, not too much, you know, under 10 grand. So just so people don't get curious, like, oh, he's wealthy. I'm like, now you have a million dollars. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, 10 grand. Now I like, why did I stop pursuing this? So I want, if I could, get an apprenticeship as an architect because hmm. I've always wanted to be an architect. I love designing homes. So it'd be funny if I just do a complete dynamic shift. Yeah. I'm already a carpenter, you know, and right. it's just like, let's go into architecture. I, I love just being an apprentice, learning, and then doing it. Right. I love that teach. Sorry. That was... No, that's cool. Rabbit. I love it. Uh, if you guys know of a food tester, right? Yeah, food Hit tester. Uh, we I need food testers. I need a. Uh, You'll be selling equipment on Facebook too. I will be selling some more, a little bit more equipment. I think the biggest thing I'm selling right now is potentially one of my two popsicle tricycles. Okay. One of them, uh, and then I'm also selling my popsicle chest freezer. Mm. It's a huge display freezer with baskets. Yeah. It's uh you showed it you had it at the um, Goshen. Yes. It's valued all that's valued like at a thousand two hundred, but it's selling for seven hundred. Okay. So I'm like five hundred dollars off with all this. Yeah, it doesn't look pretty, but it works. Yeah. Um display, it's nice. And then I I mean, if anyone wants an architect apprentice, I'm here for it. I'm ready. I have nothing on the plate, you know? I love it. Um, And then the other thing, housing in Austin, if anyone knows real estate or housing. And then the other thing would be, um, yeah, just support If as far as do. Oh, no, the most important one, actually. Uh, Co-packer or distribution experience. Okay. If anyone has any food licensing experience. Any food distribution experience, hit me up because I'm in desperate need for that. I have recipes done. I need a food lab and we need to go from there. Cool. Well, sweet man. Well, thank you so much for coming on, talking about it. Yeah. Sad to see you go. Excited to see where you're going. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Catch you guys later. Peace. Peace.